Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, beautiful human beings of the internet. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and I am in freezing cold Chicago reporting live. Yeah, that's right. I'm a newscaster now. I'm basically a glorified weather woman because every time I start a podcast, I'm somehow talking about the weather or a comfort level. And, you know, I did go to school for broadcast journalism, so it does add up. However, the weather is fucking boring and we're not going to talk about that. Actually, I just lied. Okay, it is fucking freezing. I know that I lived here for 18 years of my life. However, every time I come home, I do not know how I did it. Like, truly, honestly, I thought I was going to die today. I fully had a meltdown in Nordstrom because it was so cold to get there. And then once I got there, I didn't take my coat off per my mom's suggestion in the car. I was like, why would I do that? I'm freezing cold. And we're shopping around Nordstrom. And the next thing you know, I'm laying on the floor in Nordstrom, fully laying on the floor. And I realized that two things. One, I'm 25 years old. And what in the fuck am I doing laying on the floor like I'm literally nine? Um, It was a really grounding, no pun intended, moment for me in a sense of like, hmm, maybe you're not as mature as you think you are. You're laying in the middle of a Nordstrom like you're nine years old. But then I also was like looking around a little bit at people looking at me laying down. And I was like wondering, are they looking at me hoping I'm not dead or dying? Or are they just judging me for being a 25 year old laying on the ground? And it really was just a nice, a nice thought process of humanity of like, I'm laying on the ground, which is clearly not a social norm. But like, have you laid on the ground before when you're fucking tired and cold and sweating, but then hot and hot and cold like Katy Perry? So why the fuck are you looking at me? I'm laying on the fucking floor because I'm comfortable. No, none of my skin is touching the floor. And I, I need to be horizontal sometimes. I don't want to sit. I don't want to stand. I don't want to lean. I want to fucking lay. And if it happens to be in Nordstrom and you see me, look away. Look away, motherfucker. Look away. Like, why is everyone looking at me? I'm just laying on the floor. I'm not doing anything. Unless you're actually worried for my health, why are you looking at me? I mean, I digress. I understand that I was the weird one, but still, like, what are you looking at? So obviously, I'm home for the holidays. I brought my podcast equipment because I am just so dedicated to my craft. I mean, what can I say? It's it's truly a blessing to be able to just deliver premium content to you guys, no matter where I am in the world, no matter what I'm doing, even if it's wanting to relax and having to record a podcast, okay? I basically last week just had like a total self-care week 
which is something I, I did a bunch of things that like I hadn't done in a while. So like obviously I got my hair done fresh as fuck. Honey is showing up. She's here. She's here to stay. We're looking great. We did a little bit of a trim. Yes, we trimmed it. It is fucking gorgeous. Okay. My hair is 10 out of 10. Then after that, instead of getting my nails done, um, <laughs> what I did was I picked them all off. And if anyone has anxiety, you know that like picking your nails, I don't bite. I, I want to preface this. I do not bite my nails. I pick my nails. These are very different things. And a cuticle cutter, oh, that shit just gets me off. It is literally like having an orgasm when I get like the perfect cuticle cut. So my nail artist literally like pulled something in her back and she was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to work, but I'll let you know. And I took that as a sign of like, you know what? It's time. It's time to go back to my roots. I, I, I fall out of these beauty like self-care things because I can't sit still and I also don't like leaving my house. I mean my nail girl does come to my house because that's how much I don't like leaving but it takes like an hour and a half two hours to do my damn nails and then I, she has my hands. I can't, I can't do anything. So I, I was just not in the mood to sit for two hours and get my nails done which sounds like a first world problem but when you don't want to look like a hot mess like you, you want to get your nails done. So what I did instead is I picked them all off and in a moment where I was riddled with anxiety and was really enjoying the um, picking process as well. So I officially have very short nails and I thought it would be a fun thing to like give myself like a mani-pedi and it's always fun until I realize I'm like very bad at it and this is why I always say like I don't really pick up hobbies even though I should because I'm not going to just like do a hobby to feel good because I can't feel good if I fucking suck at it. So while I'm painting my nails and there's like literally red nail polish everywhere, it looked like a murder scene in my bedroom between the blood from the cuticle cutters because I just like have no self-control and just pick, pick, pick. Then the like red holiday nail polish. It was like literally looked like a murder scene. But it's fine. I picked my nails down. I painted them. Obviously, they're all chipped now. But I'm just going to nail polish, remove everything. We're going to have a clean canvas going into 2020. Then I also got a facial. And I haven't gotten a facial in a very long time. So she beat the shit out of my face. She popped some shit. She burned some shit. And I'm not going to lie. I look like a cherub. If you don't know what a cherub is, it's those really fat baby angels that you see paintings of. They're cute as hell. And that is exactly what I look like. I look like a cute little fat baby angel cherub. So my skin is looking flawless. I literally have my Sonia Dakar beauty le lauren holiday box shameless plug i mean like yes it's a plug but yes it's the truth okay so i literally just did all of my skincare and i'm glowing i am a cherub and then i also got a lymphatic drainage massage which like if you guys don't know what this is obviously it's getting really popular in los angeles because it's it's fucking los angeles we do weird shit but it actually fucking works i'm obsessed with it and you guys know i also have like chronic pain and i hold like a lot of stress in my body so not only is this massage like actually really good for like just that kind of health i guess it also like actually drains your lymphatic system and gets rid of all like the excess water and like toxins and buildup. and what happens is is she like massages your lymph nodes like in different places and then she massages it in a certain way where like all that fluid is going to the lymph nodes so that it can drain out since they're open it drains so you end up like peeing it out and if you haven't gotten one in a really long time your body is detoxing so hard that like you get a headache and you get really tired 
tired because like your system is working so hard. So I definitely got really tired. She also like cups my back, which is really good. Like she'll feel a knot in my back and then right where her finger is on the knot, she puts the cup, sits, takes the cup off and it's literally gone. So like not only does it make you look obviously like thinner and like more snatched and like toned, it really is just like actually good for your body. It's not just like, oh, I want to look skinny. It's like, yeah, I did eat a cheeseburger and like probably should flush that shit out. But it 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 makes you like actually feel really good. So I did all of that. I was literally looking like a million bucks and obviously not really like I was just I was just feeling myself. I was like, yes, queen. I did it. I did the damn thing. I ended up not getting my eyelash eyelashes lifted and tinted. I was too lazy. Like this is how lazy I am. And then I ended up packing for my trip I uploaded a vlog where I showed you guys how I pack and a bunch of stuff and honestly filming that video made packing really easy because I like kind of like made the plan in my head as I was talking and so I packed like really fucking fast and then I threw my Christmas party I've been throwing this Christmas party for three years now I think three years this is either my third or fourth year but definitely no more than that and I'm just like a Martha Stewart want to be you know so it's like do I throw the party because I want to be social and see my friends no I could give two fucks about seeing my friends like sorry love you but like it's not about you it's about the cheese platter it's about the cleaning it's about making my house look cute like I just love hosting and it's like I just like having that to do so I told you guys I was gonna make like the biggest cheese board ever which if you saw my Instagram I perfectly executed I filmed some of it but I didn't get enough footage to actually do a full vlog so I think I'm gonna vlog a little bit while I'm home it's it's so hard for me to work at home honestly like this is why I love podcasting because it just like feels so natural to me that like me being home and doing this right now doesn't feel like work it's just like oh I have a moment by myself where I can connect with you guys and I'm here for it but vlogging is like a whole nother fucking thing like oh my god like people doing vlogmas how do you not lose your mind? And if you don't know what Vlogmas is, it's like this trend that became popular a while ago where you vlog every single day till Christmas. Um, shoot me in the fucking throat. Yeah. Nah. Um, I, I did try to do it. I've never like actually accomplished it because I suck at life, obviously. But the white elephant party was great. I made the biggest cheese like board you've ever seen. And this is exactly what I'm saying of like, I just want to do those things. Like I called my friend and I said, okay, what should I get for dinner besides like the cheese board? Cause like, I want to make sure I'm not a shitty host, but at the same time, like I really don't give a shit. Like if they don't eat dinner, like, why is that my problem? I don't want to feed my friends. <laughs> so it was like, I was more concerned about about making this aesthetically pleasing board and just like executing this vision that I had than like actually making sure everyone was full. So I ended up not even ordering fucking dinner for anyone. I mean, it was the biggest cheese board ever. Like what more do you want from me? And I had no idea how many people were coming. And I didn't know if I had to like remind people because I sent out the invites like a week before, but I ended up not reminding anyone. And I there was like 30 people in my house, which is like a lot of close friends, 30 close friends. That's a lot. Like for someone who is not even from LA, like, damn girl, you know how to get them to your house. It's the cheese, you know? And so everyone came over tons of presents. The white elephant was absolutely hysterical. I fuck it up every single year because I literally didn't go to college and I clearly can't count. Oh, Lauren, you learn how to count in second grade. Fuck you. Okay. You, they obviously help you count in college too. That is why I don't know how to count. 
So I screw up white elephant somehow every single year. It got screwed up just a little bit. <laughs> and I tried so hard. I had someone supervise me, write the numbers and everything. I still fucked up. But it's like always a combination of like some sexual gifts, some super bougie gifts, and then some just like mediocre gifts that like someone would probably like more than another person but they're not like steel worthy gifts so we had one gift that kept getting stolen that was like a bottle of Dom Perignon champagne like a super expensive bottle and not only was it the bottle it was in a Ramoa like suitcase not like obviously a huge one it was like kind of like a travel case but like this shit was fire it was probably like thousands and thousands of dollars but obviously someone got it sent to them for free and just like re-gifted it but still like who fucking cares it was a dope gift so that got stolen until it was you know um not up for grabs anymore and then there was the other thing that was always getting stolen was someone put in Yeezys and obviously that was a re-gift as well but like still who the fuck cares someone wants Yeezys so those were like the two top ones my gift actually got stolen I did if you need any last minute gifts I did a Kindle because the Kindles are only $60 they're on sale at Amazon right now and I feel like you think that everyone has a Kindle but not everyone actually does have a Kindle and I feel like it's such a good gift, especially it's like something you don't think to go buy for yourself if you're not an avid reader. But it's like once you have it, you realize how you can download books so fast and it would make you read more kind of on the go because I love reading, but it's just like so hard to like know which books to pack and what I'm going to feel like reading And with this paper thin Kindle like you're ready to go. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Someone's going to like a Kindle. So I did that. And then I did re-gift one part. I had like the way chill pill bath bomb things, which I think are so fun fucking sick but I don't even have a bathtub and I had two packs of them so I put that in there and then I did a diptyque candle so I went over budget a little bit but like that's how I roll I feel like the more the merrier I can't help myself I'd rather go over budget and make a really good gift so it was a diptyque candle a kindle and bath bomb chill pills from the way and I was like this is kind of like Netflix and chill minus the Netflix plus the Kindle type of thing and that got stolen a couple times actually Claudia ended up with that and she was so fucking stoked on the Kindle she was like so excited and that's like a girl you'd think would have everything you know and it's like she loved it and honestly I'm really glad that she got it because it's something that I would want to give to her anyway sorry Cameron called me he's moving my car for me because he leaves tonight for Thailand I mean talk about traveler of the world over here his mom loves traveling and has always wanted to do this like big Thailand different city trip they're just going to a bunch of different places and um he leaves tonight and he doesn't get back till like after the new year I think like the third and so we are not going to see each other for like two weeks and it's very upsetting you know as much as I like to pretend that I don't love my boyfriend not that not like that but you know like I you know I put on a rough exterior I'm like ooh yeah like I'm a strong independent woman but like damn like that's a long time like I'm not like totally happy about it but it's fine at least I'm like home in Chicago but anyway white elephant was amazing and one of the biggest hits of the night was someone got this giant dildo and like whatever you're thinking in your head times it by 15 like this dildo was bigger than my dog ginormous like there is no way someone I mean it's so sad because like there is a way when there's a will there's a way I was gonna say like there's no way someone's using this dildo like it has to be for snicks and giggles right but no like I guarantee you there's someone out there using that dildo but it, it is literally the size of an animal it was so big and my dog nugget I don't know if he like realized that it was phallic and like had a sexual relationship and feeling towards this dildo but oh my god 
when this dildo came out, he lost his mind. He was chasing this dildo. He wouldn't let go of this dildo. We finally put it up on the bookshelf and he was just sitting like panting, staring at it. All he wanted all night was this fucking giant dildo. I was just, I I was just so happy. I was like, Nugget, I didn't know you liked the dick. And like, wow, you like it large. And as your mother, I accept you. I support you and I love you. And I'm happy we realized this about you before the new year. I think, I think 2020 is going to bring Nugget a lot of really great sexual awakenings after, after that night. And, um, it was just, it was all around a really good night. I, I honestly got super tired at the end. I went upstairs to go take off my makeup and do my skincare. Because if you can't tell, my skincare is like clearly the most important thing in my life. Jesus Christ. And I came back downstairs and I saw my brother and my boyfriend cleaning the kitchen. And my jaw dropped to the floor. And it rolled away. I had to literally go find my jaw. I was like, oh my God, are you guys cleaning? They literally cleaned the whole house and I'm not talking like spotless I'm talking like all the food and like the grossness and like the trash was like taken out and like that's the stuff that like makes your house smell and is like gross they literally did everything and I I have never seen Cameron clean in my life like I am not being dramatic he has never cleaned he's never been like do you want me to get that plate no 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 but this motherfucker was taking out trash bags and I was like hallelujah I don't know what I did but I think he just fell in love with me because he's taking out the trash and then I remembered from Real Housewives of Dallas that Cameron Westcott has like a book that's like her quote-unquote like porn book and it's just pictures of her husband like taking out the trash because she thinks there's like nothing sexier and I like finally get it because it's like once you see it and especially when it's like so just like out of left field you're like damn who's a sexy bitch damn use a sexy bitch I was like okay okay but that's pretty much honestly all I did we traveled home yesterday after the white elephant party I didn't even clean I packed and I was like get me the fuck out of here it's time to go home I packed up all my podcast equipment I even brought my laptop to do a little bit of dilly dally work while I'm here and I got the dogs drugged and ready to go to the airport I mean let me tell you something about drugs honey they work these dogs were the most angelic things you've ever seen in your life I mean Nuggie was definitely like fighting it you're trying to fight it because you're like I don't want to be drugged whoa dark never mind I'm just saying like he was fighting it all right Nugget was not having it still trying to be alert and ready but the drugs got the best of him I mean like listen you guys I got it from the vet it's totally safe and they're fine like they're literally fine so we made it home in one piece all of us here I've only been home for 24 hours and I'm already I I, what am I gonna do like literally what am I gonna do I'm trying to really focus on like getting whatever work I have done just like really done so that I can just like literally relax but my mood of the day is like now that I'm home it's just going straight into like dysfunctional family mode you know and it's just I've only been home for 24 hours and the shit that has already gone down is just insane I can't believe that this is my life I can't believe my family is so nuts I love them dearly but wow we are so dysfunctional it's truly it's truly insane. Like you should hear these conversations, like the fighting, not real fighting, just like the bickering. And then like my brothers, literally last night we were fighting about who got to sleep in what bed. And my little brother said to my oldest brother, well, if you kiss my nipple, 
you can have the bed. And he was like, come give me your nipple. Then my other sibling was like, well, then we had to get it on video. And he's like, no, then fuck that deals off. And like, we literally just went around fighting about nipples and beds, screaming at each other. They started wrestling. My older brother won. So the other one was pouting. I think he's having a testosterone phase. Like he literally pouted for 35 minutes last night because he lost in a game of FIFA. And I was like, bro, get over it. I was like, can I have a hug? He was like, no. Okay, because you lost at a video game. Are you a fucking serial killer? Give me a hug. It's just a lot. It's a lot. And my mom was really pissed at us today because she wanted to Christmas shop and I was laying in Nordstrom. I literally looked to my brother and I was like, when we find mom in Nordstrom, she's going to be like, I didn't get anything done today. We go find my mom. We get on the escalator and she looks at us and she goes, I just I didn't get anything done today. I just did not And we started laughing. She goes, why are you guys laughing? Oh, my God, you guys are so fucking annoying. Like, I just didn't get anything done today. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And that's the sad part. There's nowhere for me to fucking go. We're in a condo. You can basically hear everything from every room. Thank God no one's home right now. And I'm exerting my energy into you guys. But like, there's nowhere for me to fucking go. At least I have friends here. Like I I can go somewhere. But it's like the only mood right now is dysfunctional. Because I am just trying to keep up with this dysfunctional family and figure out how to survive. I really am. It's just... It's like, that's why they call it keeping up with the Kardashians, because you just got to keep up. You got to keep up. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up for this long, guys. I'm already complaining, and it's day fucking two. I think I've been here for officially over 24 hours now, not even 48. And I'm already, like, phoning a friend, like, being like, what do I do? How do I how do I get out of this situation? It's just, it's not, it's not fair. But I am going to have a great week because literally we got here early. So all we had to do is get into the Christmas spirit, do Christmas shopping. I told you guys I haven't bought a single present. I finally bought my first present today for my little brother, which is just like so easy. I got like socks and a shirt and like a whoopee cushion. I mean, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And then I still have to get my mom something, my other siblings. And, you know, I was on my way home today and I thought... This is the first year where I realized Christmas as an adult is really fucking stupid. And I I don't want that to come off the wrong way in a sense of that you guys think I hate Christmas because you guys know I love Christmas. Give me a Christmas movie, a glass of hot cocoa and like a twinkly light. I'm in. Okay. But like, why are we buying presents for each other? Like genuinely like oh congrats like you made it another year like I like obviously I'm Christian like I know like the meaning of like the actual holiday not the hallmark version but like so many gifts so many gifts why do I need to buy everyone in my family a gift why do do I need to also like I kind of feel bad like why is my mom buying me all these gifts like I I don't need her to buy me anything and it's just it's just weird it's like once you're like old and like you don't have kids yet like I feel like I'm in this really weird stage of like I don't have a kid yet. I mean, I have my dogs, but they have no idea what's going on, like literally ever. So they most definitely don't know what's going on with Christmas. What? Why are we all grown adults just buying each other presents when there's no kids involved anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not totally sold on this mindset, this mindset that I've like developed in the past few days, but I feel like every other year I go through a Grinch phase of like, um, I don't really feel like doing it this year. And then the next year I'll be like, I didn't do it last year. I'm going to do it so well this year. And so like this year I'm in the phase of, I don't really, I don't really feel like it. I don't really feel like buying anyone th- anything. I was like walking around Nordstrom. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good gift. That's a good gift. Um, hello. Christmas is in a few days, Lauren. Buy it. 
buy it. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm talking about what would be good potential gifts and I'm standing in front of them and I'm not even swiping my credit card because I don't want to, I don't want to do it. Why do I need to buy you a gift? You didn't do anything. Okay. I know that sounds pessimistic. I know. But like, I just, I, it's, it's mostly the gift part. That's it. I'm, I'm here for the celebration. I'm here for it all. It's just like the gift part. I'm like, why don't we just go easy on them? Why don't we just go easy? We're all old. We all know that Santa's not real. Why are we getting so many gifts? That's all I'm saying. I'm kind of at that point in my life. But at the same time, it's like I love recommending gifts. I love recommending things. So I guess it is a good time to like maybe like splurge or get someone else to splurge on some things that you've like wanted. So I'll go into my current obsessions now. (laughs) Speaking of like not wanting to buy anything, let's talk about some things that you can buy. Am I right? Okay, so I actually have quite a few current obsessions and I'm going to do some TV recaps because you guys know I'm always obsessed with TV. And this current obsessions is brought to you by Audible. You guys know that everyone is traveling and running around and getting thoughtful gifts for people you care about can be hard or it can be easy. Think about giving yourself the gift of Audible membership. Now is the best time to do it with a special offer of 53% off your first three months. You get access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. My favorites obviously being thrillers because like, I guess my life isn't thrilling enough. I'd rather listen to people like kill their husbands and stuff. I mean, Gone Girl, hello. I mean, she didn't end up killing him, but you know what I mean. You can choose three titles every month, one audiobook and two exclusive Audible originals you can't hear anywhere else. You can listen on any device, anytime, anywhere with the Audible app. It's great while commuting, at the gym, or during your holiday travels. You can literally lock yourself in the bathroom at your family party and just listen on any any device you have. That's literally probably what I'm going to end up doing on Christmas Eve. With Audible, you'll also enjoy easy audiobook exchanges and your own audiobook library you keep forever, even if you cancel. Right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half of the regular price. I highly recommend what I just listened to, which is My Friend Anna. If you guys listen to the OK Sis podcast, she recommended the, like, mem. It's not really a memoir, but it's, like, her personal story of how she dealt with Anna Delvey and how she got screwed over. If you don't know anything about Anna Delvey, she's, like, the con artist of our generation. And just hearing her point of view is absolutely insane it was so riveting it was so good you can just download my friend Anna oh my god literally highly highly recommend so all you had to do to get that for three months of audible for just $6.95 a month that's more than half the regular price visit audible.com slash mood or text mood to 500 500 I, I went through that book so fast that like I'm already on to the next one so I'll do book recommendations after the holidays because like I, I need to figure out what's good and what's not but this is a really easy way to kind of like figure that out thank god and then I know I mentioned this last week but I have to touch on it again because I looked down at my leg today and especially after traveling and being in the cold already usually my legs look like a reptile or like a fish like you can see the scales and it's been like that since I was little I think it's just like the way my body is and I've never been able to find a lotion that like gets the job done until necessary and I'm really mad that they haven't sponsored me yet because I don't have a code for you guys but like they have these really good gift bundles right now for the holidays I don't know if I mentioned that or not but 
this stuff is so good, you guys. So it's necessary and it's spelled like I-E at the end instead of Y. And they came out with this new body serum that I mentioned. And then they have like the their regular kind of classic formula and it's like fragrance free which I think is really good for like when you're self tanning because then you're not mixing like two different fragrances but I do the body serum and the lotion and the reason I also like don't really like lotions in general is because they feel sticky and I have like this weird like texture thing like even if you watch my skincare video now up on YouTube I uploaded it like a week ago I'm like talking about how I don't want to like wash my face because I hate getting wet like I just hate like touching like things and this lotion like actually dries right away and obviously so does the serum like nothing's like sticky or like residue but I looked down at my leg and it is like smooth as a baby's bottom like I told you guys like I'm a cherub and no scales perfectly soft skin even if I wake up the next day and I didn't like a, I don't reapply lotion like I'll never be a person that like reapplies body lotion if it's not right after the shower and I looked down at my leg and I was like oh my god she's glistening like she's soft she's supple like this stuff is so freaking good I feel like it's also a really good gift because it's something that is like a little more expensive obviously it's not like your five dollar body lotion I think it's like 19 dollars or something but it is absolutely amazing put it on your Christmas list have someone order it online right now and it is like if you are someone with dry skin like me, it is absolutely life-changing. I kid you not. Another thing that has been life-changing, one of the sponsors of the podcast like a few weeks ago, Thrive Cosmetics, I started using their mascara. Absolutely, absolutely obsessed with it. It is so good. It is the only mascara that doesn't like drip, drip, smudge underneath my eyes. And like, I just love the formula so much. It looks so good. It stays on all day and it's so easy to take off. Cause one thing I hate about makeup is the taking off process. Like I I hate it so much. And this mascara comes off so easy, but at the same time, like stays on all day. It's literally so, 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 so good. I really want to go to Sephora to get I just watched a YouTube tutorial and I was texting the girls about it and I really want to get this like Too Faced like contour like cream. It looks like, I don't know, it's really interesting, but I want to get it. I've really been liking cream products. I feel like especially now that it's winter, kind of adding that extra cream to your look gives it a little more glow and do not in like a super summery way just in a way where you don't look like a ghost and like washed out and like walking around like a corpse in the cold so I've really been liking using like all these different cream products but what I realized is a fun fact baking works when you do the beauty blender with translucent powder um it actually works I did my makeup for my Christmas party and I went really easy on it I did like a bunch of matte stuff with just a little bit of cream product and I did translucent powder and I baked it under my eyes and then I wiped it away like a beauty vlogger would and it fucking worked I was shocked I was like oh my god it it works this is why they do it and I don't know if I've never just like tried hard enough to do this or if I just like really suck at doing my own makeup but I was uh uh-oh my family's home okay so basically my family just got home it's my brother Hudson who you guys might know he's closest in age to me he's like a year and a half younger than me and then it's my cousin Cole who's actually the same age as me we grew up together obviously we graduated high school together we were in the same class all that good stuff and then my mother Mm, my mother they all just got home I said you know what you guys you guys can go have a few beers come back be ready to be on the podcast and that they did so a brief pause in the current obsessions and I'm gonna bring my family on and I want to apologize in advance wow this is gonna be super 
fun. Oh my god, mom. Mood. Okay, just We've got so, four so moods. we have been working on Three our moods ones. for an hour. oh no we have your mood for you i have a mood and they have a mood for me okay so basically they've been out and i have our moods cole do we have our moods we absolutely have our moods (laughs) okay mom what's your mood cole my mood is come on get it right festive boom that's it that's what took you two hours no it didn't no wait a second lauren elizabeth everyone's mood is See, this is why I want you to hold the mic because it doesn't sound good. First of all, everyone's mood is one word. Okay. So, listen, <laughs> thank you, it thank is you, the honey. holiday <laughs> thank season. You. Thank you. We have been out holidaying. We went to a holiday bar that it was a pop up bar. Am I right? Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I have a backup band here and they're not packing me up. <laughs> okay, so I have the village idiots with me, clearly. I don't understand. Like, where, no. how did we get to this mood? Okay, so we went to a pop up bar. Pop up. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the Rudolph bar. Okay. Yes. They had a $50 Moscow mule. Wait, what? Yeah, they, this we, place was crazy. Yeah, it was a pop up bar called the Rudolph bar. Mom, you realize oh, you're talking okay. like that. <laughs> okay, okay. So we went to the Rudolph bar. Can you hear me now? I literally. Okay. You're in mode right now. I I was literally just thinking that mode is kind of like a play on mood. Like you're also yes. like in a mode. Yeah. What's let's introduce mode to mood. But like, what's you, your mode you right be- now? Your mode is completely portable. <laughs> it's on the go. We're on the couch. We're in a new house. It's a different couch. What we look like a spider with all these legs coming to microphones, coming to voices, but no one's talking besides me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, where are you going with this? I was literally just thinking, like, I was literally just gonna say, like, you're like the English teacher. Like, does mode have any correlation to mood, like, origin wise or like synonym wise or no? Gosh, sorry, I'm not a linguist. (laughs) For any linguists listening, yeah, my demographic is like really big with linguists. Yeah, well, that was a strut session. A etymologist. (laughs) You literally just said that was your strut session. My mood is jolly. Oh, I hate all of you. Did you guys literally just sit in like a Christmas bar and think of like Christmas adjectives? 100%. 100%. We did, and we had about six beers. I also just looked at your Instagram story and I saw you guys are liars. You didn't have beers. I saw shots. No, oh, we had beers. That was the free shots we got at the end of our rounds of three beers. Hey, and they were in Nugget. Santa Nugget. Nugget is smelling your crotch. Nug's up in my uh, my grundle area. Would you say that changes your mood just a little bit? I go from jolly to. Jacked up. (laughs) (laughs) Jays. Hudson, so what's your mood? Um, Oh, we picked his mood for him. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you could guess the mood they picked for me. What, the Grinch? There you go. Pretty much Grinch. We literally picked Grinch. Sibling combo here. (laughs) We picked Grinch for him. Well, that's not like surprising though, Kiki. I mean, he's the Grinch year round. I know. But like year round, key word. Well, so he's always the Grinch. It wasn't hard. I know. He was the Grinch the entire night. Why was he the Grinch the entire night? I thought that you it's guys so going false. I thought that you guys going to a bar would make you less Grinchy. I thought that's what you wanted. We had a we had a great time. Well, well so they brought out shots, uh-huh. and the first thing he did from the bartender. No, I tried to get the check. 
But whatever I gesticulated no. made her think I wanted all the shots on the platter. No, she no, dropped no. off two for each of us. She dropped off two <laughs> shots, and as soon as the bartender or the waitress turned around, he dumped the shots into a shot. <laughs> you are outing me on national television. <laughs> this is not <laughs> Everyone national. Everyone knows that's the right way to take a shot when you don't need one. Yeah. I poured it into the Santa boot that had our waters. <laughs> Wait, what? But then we took yeah. the dark he was liquid shot. Like, it was a chocolate. Like, Coffee shot. Dunk, Mocha shot. Dunk. He dunked all the shots into no, the water. No, I didn't. Vice. I, I like, dunked the doing? clear shots in the water and we took the chocolate shots. Yes. Oh, so you didn't take the shots? No, he, no, he did not no. take the shots. One out of two each. Hudson and I took the chocolate mocha shot. Okay. And we were wired. And we were wired. And Mother Bear took the tequila shot, the one I didn't pour Mother into the Bear. water. <laughs> I am known as Mother Bear. So we drove down the street and I was like, oh my God, look, there's a, there's a Christmas bar. We had to go to the Christmas bar. And Hudson went, Oh my God, we have to go to the Christmas bar. Hudson, you sent me a picture of the Christmas bar. <laughs> jolly as fuck, y'all. <laughs> uh, I literally get a picture of this, like the most jolly festive. Everyone clearly. knows the Grinch by the end of the movie is like the most cheerful Christmas guy. So yeah, that's he true. He was like, oh, this sucks. Arc. We have to go to the Christmas bar. And I I was like, first of all, I didn't say that. Back me up. He was pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah thank you. Cole, well well Cole, who's cooking you dinner tomorrow night? Okay, I got to shut my mouth. So, Hudson, what are our plans for being home for the holidays? This is a loaded question. Why? I have no clue. <laughs> what would you like to accomplish while we're home from the big city of Los Angeles? What, what should we do while we're home, Hud? Belt. Wow. What? <laughs> that is like a big belt. belt? What is the big blank stare? I'm just asking. Like Probably what relaxation, finish the crown season three, uh, maybe try and find one movie that in common we all would enjoy seeing. Oh, well, that's I want to see the Ryan Reynolds movie. Oh, okay. Lauren, what's the name of no, it, by the, the way? No, the one in the movie theater is not the one that's on Netflix. Six Feet Underground? No. Uh, no. Yeah, Six Underground. No. That's the one on Netflix. The fact checker. Yeah. No, there's another one that's in movie theaters. What? Oh, Free Guy? That one. Oh. Right? Yeah, but I, I believe it would be pronounced free guy. Free guy? Free guy. <laughs> free guy. Is it like, are we talking articulation here? Or what's yeah, what, I don't understand what I'm saying. Free guy. <laughs> Usually every time we come home, Hudson's only suggestion for a movie is one of the James Bond trilogies. Oh, yeah. So what, do you know what he's getting us for Christmas? Casino Royale. Oh, yeah. I'm getting everyone in the family a different box set. Mom's getting Roger Moore. Correct. Yeah. yeah. What am I Lauren, you're of course getting Pierce Brosnan. No. That ju- if you don't like, listen. Who's your Spider-Man? I also like um, Javier Bardem. I want Daniel. Javier Bardem is not Bond. He's a villain. I know, but I, I like the. We bar- love I like him the too. Villain. No Country like for Old Men. Great. Love yeah. that movie. Wait. Why don't? Why am I getting? Who's Pierce- your Spider-Man? Um. T- uh. What's his name? Peter Parker. <laughs> yep. That. That okay. is everyone's Spider Man. I mean, that is everybody's. <laughs> now. <laughs> I mean, that's how invested I am, you guys. I don't even know the actor. Okay, it's a real, real Toby. to me. Um. What's it's his be name? Toby. Yeah. Toby. Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. Yeah, okay. So Cole, then, since you're almost exactly what? the same age as Lauren, who's your James Bond? I mean, they are the same oh, age. Daniel um, Craig. I gotta go Daniel Craig. Yeah. No, you want that. We all want it. Pierce but who's Brosnan. our James Bond? Brosnan is my second. Yeah. yeah. Hudson, I've never. Pierce oh, Brosnan I have to tell is the you. one we grew Hudson, up with. I will with. tell you. No, I Daniel don't have a Craig. Choice. Mom, I think Why? Because it's a podcast. Yep. And then no one can hear anything. I know, but. I want to tell you that Let's I love Daniel Craig. Mom, you love Daniel Craig, but who's your Bond? I love Daniel Craig. No, who's the one? 
Well, you said Roger it before. Moore Roger Moore was Thank the one you. I grew up with. There you but go. Daniel Craig is Lawrence, the one that I you love. said Tobey Maguire instead of all the other Peter Parkers there are because you said the one that you grew up with. May I? Now, make... you don't want to say it, but Pierce Brosnan is the Bond you grew up Wait, with. Wait, may I suggest that I've actually never seen a James Bond Di- with Pierce Brosnan? Die another day, Lauren yeah, Elizabeth. Lauren, that's who you grew up with die is Pierce day. Brosnan. 2000. Lauren, just who sang the song Die Another Day? What pop star? Adele. Die another day. Mom, not Adele. Adele. Madonna. Yeah, there you go. And you know everything about Pierce. Die another day. Madonna did not sing. She really did. Madonna never sang a. Madonna never sang. Okay. What's it like for the fact checkers? Hit my mom in the face. What? (laughs) What's it like living with amnesia? Uh, thank you, ma'am. I mean, it's hard. You don't remember that Hudson got stitches in his head. Uh, no, I don't remember that. But Madonna never sang a pure. Er, but Madonna, more importantly, Madonna Carly. never sang that song. Yes, Wait, are so you, you never serious? seen Die Another Day then? Madonna never sang that song. Are you Mom, mental? at this point, will you just <laughs> Should concede? I give it up? Wait, should I give it up? Give it, give it up. up. Give should it I up. give it up? Give it up. Give it up. We're going to play Somebody it right Google now. Pull it? up the song, Colin. Okay. Give Maybe we should watch a totally different franchise because we've Maybe. been watching James Bond for literally five years. Five Christmases. But what do you recommend? Thank you so much for asking, Cole. <laughs> well, Tebow, my, my actual favorite sibling, um, he's over there. He's so cute and jolly and just, oh, I just want to smooch him. Uh, he and Ooh, I. That's a little yeah. creepy. On the cheek, mom. Metapis, as long as he loves his mother. <laughs> <laughs> my new favorite saying for the whole winter break. Is Oedipus Metapis, as long as he, he loves, loves his, his mother. mother. You're Oedipus, Tebow. So clearly, you know, I always wanted to have my family on the podcast because I thought, you know, like they were funny and maybe that we can get some good quality content of like, what's it really like being a member of this family? But it's not going so well, actually. So I might be finishing up this episode by myself. No, no, no. We'll we'll answer questions. Go ahead. Ask questions. Well, Well, I was just going to ask, like, what are our plans for Christmas break? Like, people want to know what we're going to be doing while I'm gone. Okay. Yeah. Wow. This is something we can do. A 40 minute detour. Yeah. That was a serious question. Why wouldn't it be a serious question? Well, goddamn, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Jackie? (laughs) Okay. You just busted yourself in front of a lot of people. What? That will understand the reference. Oh, I see. It was a reference. Okay. Mm. Okay, so what are we doing for Christmas break? Yeah, what are our plans? Okay. We're going to relax. We're going to have good quality family time. We're going to love one another. We're going to be... Love one So another? supportive. Yeah. So we're supportive. We're going to wrap gifts together. Hey, no, we're, you literally, you are not going to participate in any of the it, things yeah. you just said. Are we doing one elephant this year? Um, that's a great question, Cole. Thank you so much for asking. Um, we're actually not because my mom is in denial that she has not gotten it done. Hmm. Oh, my God. How did I take the fall for you email? Year? You texted me and said, oh, my God, we forgot to do the white elephant. I said, here's what you do. You go to... Pick names out of a hat.com. You do it. You email everyone the name. Text me two weeks later. Oh, my God. We haven't picked names for White Elephant. She texts Chloe and your mom. None of us text her back. Still, to this day, oh, my God. We haven't picked names for White Elephant. What do you want me to do about that, Kiki? I So, I'm rolling my eyes right now for all of you listeners who can't see because... I am not taking the fall for this. It's not my fault that we're not doing a white elephant. I think I know what I want for Christmas. What? Will you pay my change fee to fly home tomorrow? (laughs) I knew it was something like that. (laughs) I gotta go, dude. I gotta get out of here. Me? Okay, where are you gonna spend Christmas? 
Um, I do have a Christmas tree at my house. You do? Yeah. You spend it by yourself without Grammy and Baca and your cousins. You know what's so sad? Off record, man, you have the real power stance. Okay, you guys. After trying to get my family to do a podcast, basically, I'm ready to call an Uber. From the steps they've taken inside the app to what they're doing outside of it, it's great to see how Uber is committed to safety and to continuously raising the bar to help make safer journeys for everyone. For starters, all drivers are background checked before their first ride, which includes driving and criminal history checks. On top of this, Uber rescreens drivers every year and uses technology to look for issues in between. And for those just-in-case moments, everyone who rides and drives with Uber also has access to an emergency button in the app that quickly connects them to 911. And now, Uber has introduced the brand new safety feature called RideCheck. Using GPS and smartphone sensors, RideCheck can detect if a trip goes unsafely off course and check in to provide support. RideCheck is just one of the ways Uber is committed to safety. Learn more at uber.com slash safety. That's uber.com slash safety. As you can see, we all have very different tastes in television. I finished Blacklist. So last night I watched an episode of 90 Day Fiance and like, I just cannot recommend it enough. Shit is getting so real on 90 Day Fiance. Like everyone's relationship is actually imploding and hitting the fucking fan. Every single couple is fighting. Every single couple is about to break up. And usually there are some couples that are strong. So I don't know if they're like cutting it up poorly or not or like what's going on but honestly I'm very worried for every single couple on this season and now that I'm done with the blacklist I'm thinking of going to like season one or two of 90 day fiance and like starting from the beginning I feel like it's too much to go to the beginning of a real housewives franchise except for Dallas obviously because I always recommend that but I feel like I can do a little 90 day fiance binge so I think that's like in my plan since I highly doubt my family's gonna agree on anything to watch on television so maybe I'll just do my own thing and go on a deep dive I did watch Real Housewives this week I can't believe that Dallas is already done this last episode was pretty phenomenal in a way of like we are coming for the takedown of Leanne and I I truly cannot like know what to expect with the takedown like I I can't tell if I really believe they're gonna give her what she deserves like if she's really not gonna come back to the show I really don't know how they're going to approach it but I am like very very interested to see what happens so I'm kind of just waiting to see how this season ends but it'll be very very interesting to see what happens next which sucks because it's like we have a long time to wait but if you didn't know Vanderpump Rules is coming back so that is like absolutely huge and then we're so close to The Bachelor. So I hate to break it to you guys, but I have been Bachelor obsessed for a very, very long time. I've been doing recaps of Bachelor on Snapchat and Instagram since um, Ben Higgins season. And it has been my thing for so long. And obviously this past season got weird because like I knew Cassie and all this stuff. And I'm officially tapping out of Bachelor Nation. I don't want to know anyone. I don't want to know anything. I want to watch and I want to comment on it and I want to make fun of people. I don't need to know any details. I don't need any spoilers. I don't need to meet anyone in real life. Been there, done that, anticlimactic. I'm ready to just deep dive. Like when I have Cassie and Michelle on the podcast, I'm not letting Cassie tell me literally anything. She's not allowed. I don't want it. I don't need it. We just need to dive into The Bachelor when it starts. So I'm really, really excited. And I know for a fact that they're just teasing Hannah Brown on the season for promo. Like, there's no way. And, like, honestly, it's the karma that she deserves. Like, she let go of all these really great guys to pick Jed. And it's like, you don't deserve all the guys you didn't pick. I'm sorry. He's The Bachelor now. If he ends up with Hannah, that's, like, literally a waste of a season because they already knew each other. So, 
it's not going to happen. Don't get your hopes up. She's going to have to meet someone some normal way. I mean, she's like a truly studded star now. So she's probably going to date someone in Hollywood. I can't see her just meeting someone, but it's not going to be Peter the pilot. I can tell you that right now. Vanderpump Rules is going to be absolutely insane. It's going to be very interesting seeing what happens because they all have houses now and they have these new lives and it's like very clear that they don't work at the restaurants anymore. So I'm very interested to see what happens with that. I've been dying, dying, dying to know what the hell is going on with Kristen Doty because it's like she's she's clearly not at Stassi's engagement party. She's clearly not going to be in Stassi's wedding. They don't follow each other. They're like barely interacting with each other on social media. And I'm just like absolutely dying to know what is going on. Like that's something I'll take a spoiler of. Like that is stuff that's so real and in real life. Like I need to actually know what's going on. And I'm so excited for Vanderpump to come back on the air. I can't believe that this is actually going to be my last podcast of the year. I know that I obviously started this podcast at the end of the year ish. So it's not like, oh my God, I've been podcasting for a year. Like we've talked for 12 months and now I'm going on break for two weeks. It's like we, I feel like we're just getting started and obviously it's the holidays. So we're going to take two weeks off. But I just I'm honestly just like so excited for 2020 there. I have so many goals. I have so many things that I want to do. I want to make sure that my life has balance while still like achieving all these amazing things. I do feel really, really good about it. And I'm just so, so glad that I have this podcast and I'm so excited to get back to doing it every single week for you guys. I'm going to have so many amazing guests. I know we're just going to have premium content only. It's going to be such an amazing year. And I'm so glad we get to start off the year with this podcast. So if you guys have listened, obviously, in 2019, I just want to say thank you. This podcast was absolutely one of like my biggest accomplishments and highlights and passion projects of the year. I love it so much. I mean, you guys know I love it if I'm literally doing it on break because I'm the laziest person of all time. And I fucking love this so much. So thank you guys for making this possible for me. It's just it's literally everyone was saying like what's the biggest thing you did or that you're happy about in 2019 and obviously podcast is like top three and I'm not even just saying that because like we're on the podcast right now like it a hundred percent is I love podcasts so much and I'm so just like grateful that I have my own it's so nice to know that like you can take time off and relax and actually just like take care of yourself and then get back into it and like go hard and crush it so for anyone out there that is like home for the holidays or anything like that and has a dysfunctional family just remember to take care of yourself to do those little things and remember that like time literally flies so as much as you're like oh my god I need to work out I need to get back to my routine I need to work you're literally going to be there in like two seconds so just actually enjoy the time that you have off if you're bored and you're like oh my god I need something to do I should be doing this actually enjoy the time where like people are out of office and you don't have anything to do and just let yourself relax because then you can go back into the new year just like absolutely better than ever and have such a great fresh start I know so many people are like oh new year's resolutions are so stupid and you know why start tomorrow and you can start today but it's like listen you don't have to start today you can actually relax and start tomorrow I think it's really good to not be too hard on yourself and be like oh well if I'm gonna do it I should just do it now but you know new year's resolutions are more just like listen like we do think of things in timelines and like if you want to set a goal that you can look back on in 12 months and be like oh I accomplished that or I, or I didn't 
I think it's really good to like manifest those things to actually write them down, put them into action. And at the beginning of every year, I always make a list and I read it to my boyfriend and we just kind of like get on the same page and we think of what we want to really make sure that we do as a couple in that year and what personal goals we want to have for that year, what business goals we want to have so that that way we know that we what we need to be supporting each other on and also for our relationship of like, okay, we didn't do this much this year together. Like, what do we want to do more of or whatever it is? Like, for instance, Cameron and I, one of our New Year's goals is like starting a new show. And it sounds so silly, but it's like time flies so fast. And one of the things we love doing together is watching TV. And I looked back and I was like, we literally watched one show together. Like, that's how busy we were. That's how tired we were. And we love having a series to watch together. It connects you. You have something to talk about. You have something to do together, something you're excited about, something, you know, like you don't want to continue watching the show without each other. So it's something simple like that, like little things, like if it's a date night or if it's going to a yoga class or doing just anything, it's just like write those things down and make your the beginning of your year worth it. I feel like a lot of times everyone thinks about like getting healthy in the new year and all that stuff. And, you know, if it's a New Year's resolution that motivates you to do that, I 100% support it. I think the new year is a great time, even though the gyms are packed and work is heating back up. It's like, why not? Like it's you have that energy. Everyone else is doing it. Like, let's go. I'm so excited to get back home to my daily harvest in the new year. It's such an easy thing to have at home in the freezer waiting for you, ready to go, making that kind of healthy lifestyle easier for you. Daily harvest makes it easy to eat more fruits and vegetables with thoughtfully sourced chef crafted foods that can be prepped in five minutes or less they're easy to prepare each recipe takes one step with room to make them your own you can add your favorite milk to blend into a smoothie or heat up a bowl top it with an egg and avocado there are endless options to choose from they have 65 different options from smoothies to soups to harvest bowls lattes overnight oats i mean like everything that sounds so complicated to eat but like literally is made so easy and just deliver it right to your home. I love the overnight oats personally. I think they're like way better than oatmeal regular. I love it so much. And they're so convenient whether you're at home or at your desk on the go. Daily Harvest is the easiest way to have a delicious and nutritious meal or snack. Everything is at its peak freshness. They work directly with farmers to harvest organic fruits and vegetables and they make sure they freeze them within 24 hours to lock in their nutrients. All you have to do is go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code MOOD to get $25 off your first box. That's Promo code MOOD for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com. What a way to start the new year. What a way to end the year, you guys. I'm so excited for the new year. I mean, 2020 is just such a cool year. 2020, like, I don't know. I mean, it feels futuristic. It feels like alliteration, even though that's not totally the right word at all. Whatever. I'm excited for it. It's crazy. Time flies. Growing up is weird. Being an adult is weird. Being home for the holidays as an adult is weird. I feel like a kid again when I'm home for the holidays, even though I'm totally a grown adult, but I'm just like regressing as a human being every single day that I'm here and it's fine it's fine as long as I can take care of my dogs and get my work done I guess I can pout a little bit make my mom make me food and lay in bed and complain right right is that what the holidays are for to act like a kid again no just me okay make sure to give this podcast five stars for me as my Christmas present please 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 in the iTunes store come on guys spread the Christmas cheer 
like, subscribe, five stars. Follow me on Instagram at Lauren Elizabeth to follow all the crazy here at home for the holidays. I'll also be making sure I tag different places in Chicago because we are huge foodies over here. We love going out to different restaurants and bars and all that stuff. So I'll be tagging and sharing whenever we're out eating and stuff like that. So make sure to follow me on Instagram. And I hope you guys have the best holiday no matter what you celebrate, no matter what you're doing for the New Year's. Please be safe. Have an amazing time. Spend time with people. Don't dread it. Enjoy it. Make the best of it. And we're going to have an amazing New Year together. I promise. I love you guys so much. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye.